Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Music Podcast. With you here in Sydney, Studio 301, I'm Neil, that over there is Dave. Hey Hi. buddy. How you doing? Good man, how are you? Oh, Neil, I am, I'm happy. Why? Uh, because we're back here, we're doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> every uh, single week, man. Every single week. Every single week. Um, and sometimes uh, it goes really well. Yeah. And uh, look, it's, we've yet to have a massive crash and burn, <laughs> uh, but you know, I feel like that's inevitable. I'm I mean, just waiting for that to happen. In during the weeks, I I crash and burn because so often we set up things and they're great, and then like on a Thursday, just oh falls boy, to we shit. had a, If you'd asked me on Sunday <laughs> how exciting this week's show was going to be, I would have been like, "This is our most exciting show so far." Yeah. Ask me on today how exciting the show is going to be. <laughs> Less exciting than it would have been on Sunday, but uh, but it's still. Wait, did exciting. you just downplay this week's episode? Well, I've, I've got to be honest with the audience. It's um, <laughs> honestly, uh, I mean, look, I'm I, very excited. I was rating the show. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, if when I was looking forward, I would have given our show an eight out of ten. Yeah. Now I'm giving it six and a half, seven <laughs> out of ten. So I'm going to give it a solid nine and a half because. In this show, we are we're speaking to Corey Taylor, frontman of Stone Sour and Slipknot. That's the man's cool. in, the man is in Sydney. That's cool. I mean, he was in Sydney. You probably listen to this in the future, so it's a whole thing. Yeah. But he was in Sydney uh, to promote Stone Sour's new album Hydro Grad. It's out later this month. Uh, so he stopped by and had a little chat to us. Great man, hilarious man. Mm. Um, but we want to kick it off now with some music news. Uh, again, we record on Friday morning, so in our in our time, this is near breaking. Uh, Tune into the music podcast yeah. <laughs> for uh, old news from probably three or four days ago. Uh, Sometimes several weeks ago. Sometimes, if, yeah. uh, if you're really binging. But uh, if, you, if, <laughs> if you're a fan, which you are, you'll listen just as it's been uploaded. Because today, two megastars have announced Australian tours. I'm talking about Lord and Mr. Harry Styles. Yeah. Lord will be coming to town in November. Um, this is her first headline tour since... What? Since you released Royals? Like, I guess fuck. so. I mean, yeah. like, so we, we sort of, we knew that this was happening. We mm. knew that this was coming because there was, there were big rumours about her uh, doing the Splendour. Cards on the table, yeah. Doing I the think, Splendour on the I cross. think it was just wildly assumed yeah. that she was going to be on Splendour. So we, we had a feeling that she was going to be around uh, in Australia that time of the year. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't end up happening for whatever reason. Yeah. But now she's uh, committed to a solo tour. Yeah. Um, here in Australia and, and internationally. She's gone around the bloody world, mate. Yeah, well, yesterday, it was, again, yesterday or Thursday, it was announced that she was going to be headlining Canberra's Spilt Milk Festival, which is obviously a big deal. That's probably gives you a couple of hints of what happened. So, yeah, today she's going to be embarking on a big national tour. And as is Harry Styles. I mean, Styles is going to be coming here in November as well for, like, two mm. theatre shows. Um, now, is Styles going to be, like, another, like, Ed Sheeran kind of situation where... Like, he's just massive, and I didn't expect how massive he was going to be. A, he's a big deal. Like, obviously, One Direction are fucking huge. Yeah. Um, and Styles is big. And he's like, I think the two shows that he's doing this November, one in Melbourne, one in Sydney, are sold out in under a minute. Okay. Um, I think he's playing and more in Sydney. So, it's, it's a smaller venue. But yeah. he's coming back in April next year. He's going to be doing arena shows. You know, Kudos Bake Arena, Brisbane Entertainment Centre, Perth Arena, all those ones, um, which I expect will also sell out in a stupid amount of time. Sick. Yeah. So, that's exciting if you guys like music. Which I <laughs> it is the music podcast. So check out the guide for all the dates to Lord and Harry Styles. Um, but another one of someone we like to, to follow closely, and I'm pretty pissed off with, to be honest with you. His name's Childish Gambino. Oh, the motherfucker said that. Hey guys, I'll I'll see you for the last Controversial. album. I'm sorry, you have only released two. Mr. Glover? Uh, well, three, three albums. Mr. Now. Gambino. Don't so care is, what you're going to be called. This will be his fourth album that he's cu- forthcoming. No third. No, so he's done Camp. Um, the uh, the internet one, fuck, what's it called? Uh, help me out here, Owen. Working. <laughs> Owen's hung over this morning, so he's not going to be any internet, use Behind the internet, us. something internet. 
Um, anyway, that album's great. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then now recent Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love, which was killer. Yeah. So yeah. this will be his fourth album, his final fourth album that he has announced. I love you going, his fourth album. Just want to clarify the Because fourth. the internet. <laughs> because the internet. And then he also gave us an EP in the middle. He gave us Kawhi. So really it's like, it's like fourth and a half album. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. That way, so so yeah, so we've we've got at least one more guaranteed do you bit reckon, of new music. From just just to clarify, there. we have fact checked. It is indeed the fourth album. Thank you, David. <laughs> but do you think this is because obviously um, his Glover's is relatively young? You know, he's what in his early thirties. Like he's he's yeah. Do you reckon this is all to do with his film commitments and well, like I kind of you look at you look at his career so far, and you look at the way that he's kind of jumped around. Like yeah. he was a writer for Thirty Rock. He was starring on Community. Yeah. So he's moving from writer to actor. He was doing stand up that whole time. He launched Childish Gambino, and even that we've seen, like kind of evolve mm. from like straight rap with Camp to where it is now with Awaken My Love, where he describes that basically as a soul album. Yeah. Um, and then he's also doing, like, now he's writing and directing yeah, Atlanta. He's, he's in He's, he's starring he's in big movies. Yeah. Like, it's uh, it, it makes sense from what we've known about him for him to jump around and to keep wanting to change and keep wanting to keep yeah. things fresh. And when we've already seen Childish Gambino evolve so massively within this one act, it kind of makes sense for him to go, you know what, like, I'm just going to... I want to do something completely new, so I'm just going to get rid of the title of Gambino. I'm going to come up with a new. Yeah, but it, it'd be different. Act. It'd be different if it's like you know, oh hey guys, I'm this is going to be a departure of rap for me. Next album, I'm, I'm going to be listening to a lot of Dolly Parton, so I expect some country. Like he's just giving up. You know, we, we're jumping mm-hmm. to conclusions, but he's going to be done with music. At least it seems. You know, he's got the the well, Han Solo he's, movie. He's, he's specifically got said that he's not done with music. Okay, so he said that this will be the end of Childish Gambino. Yeah, uh, but there's more music he wants to make. Yeah, just a, a different under a different act. And yeah. I guess that sort of means that he obviously has, because uh, each of his albums have been to some extent, uh, some extent like concept albums. Yeah. Like Camp was about like, you know, him, uh, he tells a story about like something that happened to him while he was at camp. And then the whole album is kind of, you know, riffs off those themes. And then obviously Awaken My Love, uh, a lot of that's about like being a, a father and, mm. and, and what that is. So it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if for him, Childish Gambino as an act is this has this sort of all-encompassing sort of concept. Like, for him, there is this sort of creative through line for it. Mm. And for him, he obviously sees an end of that. Uh, and we might see a new act with a new sort of... A new concept act, uh, which seems to be his vibe. Um, he's also said that this new album... And I, I might be confused here. It might, it's either the new album... Or the new act. Uh, he's interested in punk. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, if he describes "Awaken My Love" as like a soul album, he's talking about this this new sort of movement, this new sort of music, uh, having a real punk kind of. Um, it's it's weird background. how quickly he blew up. But you know, he's been around for a while. But mm. I remember, like, say for example, when I saw him on Community, I'm like, oh shit, that's Danny Glover's kid. Like, that's cool. And then. In, in what a span of two to three years, he's, like he firmly established himself as a as a musical talent. Yeah, and then you know, and also not Danny Glover's kid. <laughs> no, he is. Are you serious? Hundred percent. I thought you were joking, Owen. 
I thought you were joking. Owen is like just sitting there, just like a piece, like piece of shit. Uh, Donald Glover is a hundred and ten percent. No, not he Danny is. Danny Glover's kid. Uh, it is a running joke that he's not. Like he, he. Wait, wait. Oh my god, he's not. Of course he's not. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought you were joking. Wait, Owen, are you? Not- I thought you were being wait, intentionally I, racist I, I, as a joke. Why is that racist? If <laughs> you just assumed <laughs> that they're related. I'm, I just hundred percent thought like I mean Glover. <laughs> I don't know any Glovers. I swear I've seen an interview where that's a thing. Well, I guarantee you it's not a thing. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, they are really? Not, not at all. I, there is no relationship. I had the best segue for that Donald too. Between Donald and Danny Glover. Really? Yeah. Has that like been addressed? Yeah. Like he, I think he, he raps about it. He talks about it. What is there uh, a story? He's like, just so we're clear, not Danny Glover's son. I'm pretty sure there's a song where he's like, where he mentions that he's not da- related to Danny Glover. I swear I saw an interview about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was fake news because he's not related. Fucking clearly. <laughs> wow. Owen, oh, are you laughing because like, oh, what a hilarious mistake. Or like, did you also? I mean, like, a lot obviously. of people have, have well, researched j- this. Let's just say it's lucky that he's not here. Danny or Donald? Either, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that would be the most embarrassing thing ever. If you were like doing an interview with, oh, with Donald Glover and you're like, cause yeah, cause like, so, uh, well, uh it's, was it really cool growing up with having a daddy yeah, like, Glover for a father? <laughs> do you just like, love the shit out of lethal? What was it like? <laughs> like? Well, I mean, maybe there are a lot of idiots out there and I am one of them. Well, let's just say, uh, if you didn't know this guys, this is you're hearing here first, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover, daddy Glover, Unrelated. We need to update his Wikipedia page right now. <laughs> I like, guarantee you, it does not say. David I'm, stated I'm on the music right podcast, Danny Glover is not the father of Donald Glover. <laughs> but I mean, that ruined my segue because what I was going to go into is, hey guys, seeing those four, four, four advertisements going around because Danny Glover, not the father of Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino, yep. is apparently involved in this project. Um, it turns out Title have, mm. have released So again, if you, it turns out Owen and Dave I haven't, I haven't seen me these ads being stupid, But you and Owen haven't seen this There's these ads going around we even So these are online ads where basically uh, It just says, four, you've been seeing them It's, it's four Colon four 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 <laughs> On a salmon background Yeah um, And they're like billboards in Times Square They're like uh, online all over the place yeah. Like they're everywhere, right? Yeah and no one knew what they were, but recently were, it's come there out. There were rumors that it was going to be like a surprise Kanye album. Um, I think that was like surprise the, the, Jay-Z the album. hot favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Tidal kind of hinted yesterday that it looks, it, I mean, it looks like Tidal is going into film because it's... Because uh, it's, music isn't quite working out for <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, they've got a couple of, of, of big actors in it. Um, of course, they've got Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Danny Glover. Know yep. from Star Wars. Yeah. A Force Awakens. Yeah, and then Danny Glover. Ever heard of him? It'll and... be called Lethal Weapon. Yeah, <laughs> not the fuss shit. <laughs> so ashamed of myself. And also, I don't know how to pronounce this. Do you know how to pronounce the Moonlight actor? Um, I did, and then I forgot. I think it's uh, Mahashala Ali. That's well, well done. I think that's yeah. So they, these three uh, but from Moonlight, of course, Academy Award winner. Yeah, these three. Was he? Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. These three are great. attached to uh, this project. Um, so yeah, it's all we know is that it's an upcoming project called Four Four Four. That's really about it. I mean, there was an, like an advertisement that featured these three guys um, on US TV during the mm-hmm. NBA Finals yesterday. So that's really all we know. Have but- you have you done the title? Because th- this is probably a, a bigger conversation about like title question mark yeah because like so obviously like they did this sort of thing where they're like we're gonna come up with title and it's gonna be a big like fuck you to spotify yeah and and fuck if you got jay-z in the helm it's like 
That guy just Jay-Z, touched it. They released like what Lemonade exclusively. Yeah. They have all of Prince's stuff. Um, there was that big controversy where Kanye released Life of Pablo exclusively on Tidal, and then like a couple months later, released it everywhere. Yeah, um, Frank Ocean did the same thing, I think. Oh, did he? With Apple. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. So, like, it's um, they've kind of you know uh, made their stake on sort of exclusive big artists mm. uh, and sort of high fidelity sound. Have you tried Title? No. Look, it's um advantages of Title. Uh, sounds great if you have the high fidelity sound. Sounds awesome. Yep. Sounds real good. Uh, <laughs> disadvantages of Title. Kind of everything else. <laughs> um, like it's like the. I don't know, like, I, I was really disappointed with it. Yeah. Uh, and it's got, like, a, a bit of a heftier price tag than Spotify. And but the, I think the way they get you is with that exclusivity of those artists, right? Exactly. Like, if you want to listen to Life of Pablo, get title. Which, title, which is a bigger off. conversation yeah. because I'm, I'm a big, uh, what's the opposite of advocate? Big, not fan. <laughs> big, help us out here, Owen. What's the word I'm looking for? No. He's just laughing He's, at me. Trying to be <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Well, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of exclusive music releases. Yeah. I think that it's... Um, I get why it works, you know, a 24-hour period or something. Oh, Because sure. that's going to attract everyone like, there even, for that 24 hours. But even a month. Yeah, but don't be like... Not even a month. Bullshit. If someone said, hey, man, I've got new music. Listen, I'm, fuck yeah. Where do I listen to it? You've got to pay for it, and it's here for the next month. No. No. But One like, day. I don't, even, I don't even mind, like, you know, like, I'll pay for my Spotify subscription yeah. or whatever. But, like, for me, I'm like, well, if you go to title say, like, we're, gonna, we're just going to have this music here. And, like, not everyone can afford to have subscriptions to all the different. Like, you're like, well, I have Spotify. It's got a big thing. I'll have Spotify or I'll have Title or get Pandora, Apple, Apple get Music Apple, yeah. or whatever. Like, for you, it's like basically saying, like, it's the online equivalent of being like, well, I'm only going to have my music available in the store at Kmart, yeah, and you can't buy it at any other store. You got to go into Kmart yeah. to buy it, um, and that's a pain in the ass. If you don't have any Kmart's near you, <laughs> or if you don't like going to Kmart or something, but I don't I think, know. I think it, like if back you know twenty years ago, jeez, that's a long time ago. It'd be like it'd be cool, but the fact that streaming sites are accessible everywhere and you know they are reasonably priced to say like if you want to listen to this one album or this one song by this one artist, you have to you know jump through hoops. It's like Fuck that. For me, it's like, it's an obstacle. Like, I think Lemonade was probably one of the better albums of, like, the oh, decade. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I, I think it's it was a phenomenal fucking album. And I think that... Adele won the Grammy for best album. And even she was like, well, Beyonce should have won this, guys. I, 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 I wonder <laughs> if, like, there's... I feel like exclusive uh, music releases create this kind of obstacle towards that music properly infiltrating pop culture and and, yeah. and 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 properly like uh, infiltrating kind of the the cultural oh, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about you but it took me way longer than other people who rushed to listen to, to the lemonade to life of pablo because of that totally like yeah it, like there is there is music that if, if it isn't and and the the majority of people listen to spotify listen to apple music yeah over title um title is is very much the the kind of the the backrunner in, in a lot of these. So when they have these exclusive uh, music releases to them, a lot of this music is lost or mm. or not really absorbed or embraced the way that it could be mm. if it was given a, a wide release. Um, so I mean, it's it's interesting to see now. Title is taking on this new tactic of going. We're gonna we're gonna be Netflix as well. Yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna exclusively release movies to yeah. Title, and then no one can watch those as well. Yeah. And it'll be great. Yeah. Like, I th- but I think the difference is that when you, you, know, you talk about movies, like if you said, hey, Neil, this new movie's out, like it's the sequel to 
fucking The Dark Knight Rises. Nolan's made a fourth Batman. Yeah, you've got to watch, it on, watch it on title. That's two and a half hours of time, and like that's a, like whereas as opposed to listen, go and listen to like one song or mm. an album that I know will be up on YouTube in yeah. a matter of hours. Like I know that sounds shit when like you know you've got to support music, like pay for it, whatever. That's fine, but mm. I can't. You know, if I want to go watch you know, Baywatch right now on my computer, it's probably going to be a bootleg of some shitty camera in a cinema filming it. Like, whereas, you know, with music, it's not going to be like that. This is the weird thing. We can talk about it, but we don't actually know what's going to happen with this new 444 project. All we know Mm. is there was an advertisement, um, you know, and you would assume, obviously, with the actors they have, it's actors, it's got to be a a short movie of something. Mm. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. Maybe they're trying to... I mean, we've always heard Spotify are going to be releasing video content, but Tidal are looking clearly are going to be doing some sort of acting slash film project. Yeah. But what it is, we'll have to wait and see. Potentially exciting. Yeah. Potentially a very exciting thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, yes, segue. I love getting good segues. i, I, I got to think that before I say it. Yeah. But here's something else that's exciting. It's not a segue if you acknowledge the segue. <laughs> before you make the segue. Stop laughing, Owen. <laughs> God. You said get one guy's dad wrong and you're just a jerk for the whole show. <laughs> yep. Here's something that's very exciting. Yep. We spoke to Corey Taylor this week. Uh, he's in town to promote Stone Sour's new album, Hydrograd. It's out later this month. Um, I spoke to him yesterday. Awesome guy. He's, as we all know about Corey, he's a very candid man. He speaks openly about his thoughts and feelings on things like Fall Out Boy's new single. If you've heard it, I'm going to let you decide on what that means. Um, and he speaks about what they're doing Right now, Slipknot plans. Slipknot are going to be announcing something this Saturday morning. He teased what the hell that could be. Uh, so here's our chat with Corey. Check it out. Thanks for coming by, man. Uh, thanks for coming. I should say thank you for letting us in your hotel room. Thank you for not being creeps yeah. and uh, coming in and not creeping me out. So. Still early. Got plenty of time. Well, this is very true. Yeah. Listen, man, congratulations on Hydrograd. Thank you. Uh, thank you. As we're filming, we're still a couple of weeks out from the album being released worldwide. How are we feeling? Feels great, man. But yeah. People are really, really excited about it, which matches our excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I, it's I, you know how it is. I mean, you, you make an album and you get excited, but you don't know how people are going to perceive it, mm-hmm. how they, how it's going to be perceived, how it's going to be received, and uh, so you just hope that your excitement is infectious, mm-hmm. you know. And the, everything we've talked about has been very genuine and like we're we're just really excited so it's really starting to take off the the album the, the, you guys have said that it's a new direction yeah. i think you've been quoted as saying this is one of the best records in slipknot's debut album yeah yeah Stand by that yeah oh absolutely yeah, yeah i mean as, as far as like the energy level the enjoyment mm-hmm. um the song quality um absolutely i i'll i'll put it up against anybody right wow. now especially in the fact that we did it 85 percent of it live you know which wow. nobody really can yeah. do it's not that they don't it's they can't yeah they're so fucking used to playing to you know a, a computer screen you know whereas we just got in the room together and played together as a mm. band what a novel concept <laughs> and uh yeah man i mean it just it just came together so well yeah like, yeah and it's you know it, it, it you know, people are really digging the three songs that are out mm-hmm. there right now. Wait till you hear the whole thing. Yeah, it's well, I have. So it's, it's I have, so suck it, viewers. Yeah! Yeah, yeah suck it! <laughs> well, I wanted to say as well, because this is your Stone Tales first tour since 2013. Yeah. You were here last year with Slipknot. Yeah. Is there a different mindset when you come back to the country? I mean, do you have fond memories of Australia with Slipknot oh, yeah. and Stone Tales? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the first time I came here, 
this was the place I wanted to come since I was a little kid, to be honest. Like, even, even as like a, a, a young kid at like five, I, I just remember seeing things on TV where it just looked amazing. What you do know? you say on TV when you're five? First um, is it just crocodile on day? Like, well, well, no. I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> how old do you think I am? Like, <laughs> I was like 13 when that movie really came out. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I will never say anything <laughs> bad about Paul Hogan. All right, just saying. Yeah. Um, no, man, we were, uh, you know, it was it was some like documentary, I think. Mm. You know, it was like, you know, I watched a lot of In Search Of and you yeah. know, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom weirdness and mm-hmm. shit. Uh, but I just remember seeing like uh, a lot of the uh, the natural monuments, the, the sky, the you know the it was it was really really go- it was gorgeous, mm. and I just remember going just something endeared me to it. So cut to 2000, coming down here with Slipknot, so fucking excited. I ran out of the Sydney airport and I just laid on the ground and looked at the sky, but which I thought the concrete outside Sydney airport. This was a grass in between <laughs> the concrete. I'm not a total asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but I was so jet lagged yeah. that it might have been concrete. I don't fucking know. It, just, cool. it felt soft to me. <laughs> but I just remember being so happy, man. And then that whole tour mm. was, I mean, people still tell fucking legends that. I mean, it was gnarly. I had just one of the best times of well, my life. Well, I wanted to say there was one particular tour. You guys were here in 2012 for Soundwave. Yeah. Um, I've seen you guys, most of the Soundwaves you've played. Dare yeah. I say all. Um, yeah, you guys were on after Marilyn Manson. Yeah. This was the year that there were reports he was kind of all over the shop and he was a bit loose, for mm. lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, and he walked off stage at one point and everyone assumed that was the end of Manson's set. And yeah. Slipknot were coming on the next stage. Everyone started chanting Slipknot, Slipknot. And I think he... A thought that everyone was trying to get him off stage, and he freaked out and latched out, and then everyone was saying that Manson and Slipknot hate each other. That's all bullshit, right? Oh, it's all bullshit. Yeah, because yeah, we just we you just, just did a tour. We just yeah. do, a, do a tour together. But yeah, that was never about the Manson. No, yeah. no, absolutely not. And I, I think when you're in the moment and you're you're hyped up, you got all that adrenaline and everything. Mm-hmm. You tend to kind of blow up, especially in a show. You know, like it's just a whole different energy. So you come off stage and you, you can kind of process everything and really kind of put everything in perspective and then you just kind of let it go. But yeah, no, I mean, there were no no bad blood at all, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about Stone Sour? Again, we're coming back to here in two, eight weeks, yeah. is it? Yeah. Eight weeks, so what, what can the guys expect? What can you fans expect? Oh, dude, it's going to be awesome. Mm. We, we've, uh, we're putting together a really great set, putting together like a really great rock and roll show, mm. like a big... Like the kind of party that Van Halen put on, you mm. know what I'm saying? Where it's all so attitude. Well, I mean, see videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where it's it's not like hooray, yeah. but it's like fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, it's that yeah. kind of difference in attitude. You yeah. know, it's still positive, still passionate, but it's still a rock and roll party. You mm. know, that's what's kind of missing mm. right now. Like everything is such a cliche when it comes to the emotion that people expect from shows, mm. you know? And you really only kind of get that from hip hop and some of that hip hop is fucking garbage. Mm. So for us, we're bringing that back and we're kind of pumping it right into our show and just making sure that people come and they pump their fists, they have a great time, they sing along, they maybe see some boobs. I don't know. You could see some boobs. Maybe. You could see my boobs. I'm not, you know, I'm not guaranteed you probably you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna see my boobs. Um, and uh, you walk away moist and happy. That's the dream, moist. It's moist. If you're not walking away from a show moist, yeah. Forget yeah. about it. But again, um, with with you guys, Stone Sour, Slipknot, it feels like Corey Taylor, just as the person, 
do you ever get a fucking break? If you're not doing Slipknot, you're doing Stone Sour and vice versa. <laughs> like, when you're writing something, do you know, like, okay, this is going to be for Slipknot. Yeah. This is for, do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Do you like, I, before? I delineate with uh, everything, basically. Like, I, it's, when I'm writing something, I know instinctively, it's like, this is a Slipknot song. Yeah. This is a Stone Sour song. And, uh, and people have accused me of, of dipping into both pools. Hmm. And it's like, it's like, well, First of all, fuck you. Mm. You're not me. Second of all, I'll fuck you again <laughs> because it's it's so easy, man. Yeah. Like it's it's not that hard. Like mm. if, you've, if you're writing something and you have that feeling, you're like it's it's gonna come to you. And yeah. I've always written from emotion. I've yeah. never calculated anything. So yeah, it's uh it's it's easier than people think. Yeah. I am extremely busy. Yeah. However, when it comes to the music stuff, man, I mean that's the easy part. To yeah. Be honest. When we talk about Corey Taylor again, yes. you do have opinions. I do. Quite the opinionated guy. I want to do something right now. It's called a speed round. Will you partake <laughs> in the speed round? I'm just oh, gonna I can't wait for this to turn into 20 different news stories. Everywhere. It's going to be on TNT. You're lucky. All right, speed round. What do you think of Fall Out Boy's new song, Young and Menace? I haven't heard it, uh, but I'm just going to assume that it's shit. Okay, great. Fair play. What do you think about the Guns N' Roses reunion tour? I think it's great. Um, and this is coming from somebody who is very vocal about Axel's tardiness. Mm-hmm. I have seen the reunion show. Mm-hmm. It is fucking badass. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Five seconds of summer. What about him? What do you think about I him? met, uh, what's the drummer's name? Ash? Ashton? Ashton. Ashton, yeah. yeah. Met him. Great kid. Really great kid. Really cool. Um, and my niece <laughs> kind of freaked out because I met him. Like, was it was kind of adorable. Forget about the fact so. your uncle's Corey Taylor. No, fuck that. I want to hear about Ashton. Well, he was a—he was like a big Slipknot fan. Like, he yeah. was like really, like yeah. I guess the whole band is. Yeah. So we were gonna get them for Knotfest one year. Like we were thinking about it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And it didn't happen because. Not yet. Yeah. We're still doing it. I okay. mean, it's still out there. Okay. Metallica. Love Metallica. That's it. Well, I'm not sure what what. I'm not. I'm not Bishop Rangers here. I just want to say like love Metallica. That's it. Of course. Okay. Lincoln Park's latest album, One More Light. I've only heard the demos. Mm-hmm. Um, that Chester played for me. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. So you haven't heard the rest? I haven't heard the rest. Okay, cool. And finally, what about, you mentioned Axl Rose, what about Axl Rose fronting ACDC? I haven't seen it, but everyone who's seen it has told me that it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I, so yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna have to fucking see it. Okay. Let's circle back to Fall Out Boy for a second. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you talk, just go. No, I, you, you know what? I mean, the thing is, is that I I feel like they were a, a great punk band that turned into something weird. Mm. So I don't know what this new song is going to sound like, but I can tell you that I, I'm really not a big fan. It's of what it shit. seems to be a similar thing to what people said about Lincoln Park. You know, they're known for a certain thing, and now they've done something completely different. Yeah, but they haven't done it well, have they? Yeah. That's just well, I mean, I'll, I'll be indifferent. I'm going to let you take all the blame for that. <laughs> Fucking, I always do, so please go right ahead. And look, before we... And it's not saying anything about the people in yeah. that band, because I'm friends with some of the guys in that band, yeah. you know? It's just, it's the music. And yeah. people fucking hate my music, and I'm still friends with them. Yeah. So... And before anybody starts some fucking bullshit war, shove it straight up your ass. Cop at TMZ. Say hi back. What about it? Before we go, I have to ask. I don't consider myself a neat person. Okay. But... Slipknot have an announcement coming out. I think it's going to be 3 a.m. Australian time this Saturday. Uh, Can you tell us anything? Of course. What is it? Well, I'm not going to. No, can you give me you something? You just asked me if I could. 
Can, of course can, I can. Can you give me something? Anything. May Does I it, give you something? May, please. I'm giving you a fucking See, list I, of manners I, right I, now. I, I, addiction. I'll beg. I'll do it. Could you please? It's not very attractive. <laughs> I can tell you that it has something to do with Slipknot playing, a, a, a recording of Slipknot playing live. How about that? That is good enough for me. And lastly, because we, we mentioned this with five seconds of summer, Knotfest. Late last year, there was talk you're working on bringing the Knotfest to Australia. Is that a work in progress? Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of on the back burner right now, but mm-hmm. it's still something that we're kicking around. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially with the, the loss of Soundwave, Big Day Out, feels like there's kind of a vacuum right mm-hmm. now. And it was something that, you know, because there were so many festivals and everything, we didn't really want to step on anyone's toes out of respect. But now that there's kind of a, there's a void. Maybe we'll see. I mean, yeah. we're, we we definitely would love to bring it down here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. We, we, Australia definitely is we're void of punk and metal festivals. So please, I would trust. I'm me. begging again. And it's sorry, of, bring it out here, please. You guys are some of the best bands on the planet. Yeah. So the, the fact that there is no rock and punk and metal festival is fucking criminal. Mm. So I'm working on. It. So Stone Sour are going to be releasing Hydrograd on June 30, and they're going to be coming back to Australia this August for a headline tour. Head over to the gig guide on themusic.com.au for all the dates. Very exciting stuff, Neil. Mm, thank you. So what are you up to this week, mate? Yeah, so we're obviously, the music podcast is uh, is based in Sydney. Mm-hmm. We try to keep the, the conversations uh, Light and breezy. Australian uh, <laughs> wide, but you know, every now and then we do get stuck in a Sydney talk. And, and the most recent Sydney talk is, of course, the Sydney Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Running all this week, all of next week. Yeah. Um, are you going to go see any movies, mate? I plan to, but I want to cut myself off here because I know you have feelings. You've already seen three movies, right? Well, yeah. I'm probably going to like. I, I um. I like movies. Yeah. In case you guys didn't know, that. I'm probably going to see like 20 movies this this uh, film festival, if not more, uh, depending on how much time that's, I can get like, away from. That's work. impressive that you can see 20. Like, does that mean like how many you seen? Like, say if I if I gave you three days to go see. A couple of movies. How yep. many do you, could you see back to back? Do you think? Um, like I think two, like two for me is enough. Before I like, I need a couple hours break. A, a couple years ago, back when it's like uh, they used to schedule in a way that like during the week you would have like your first session it's like at like, a uni eleven o'clock, right? and then you would have your last session at nine o'clock. So back then, like I used to go like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like yeah. three days, and I would literally see like I would see five movies in a day how many gaps like how long are your well, gaps what between? you do like i would look at the schedule and i would go well i can go from this to this to this and like kind of like plot out like what i had the time to see and just try to see as many films as i could in a day um now they've kind of sort of shifted it so that there's limited daytime sessions and yeah. kind of more nighttime sessions so i'm sort of seeing like maybe two a night yeah um but like a couple days i'm hopefully gonna see like three or four yep in a day any good ones of the three you've seen so far? Um, do, 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 what did I see? So I've, I've seen three films so far. So the first one I saw was the uh, opening night film, uh, We Don't Need a, Na- a Map, yeah. which uh, was pretty cool. It was um, So it was a documentary about, you guys might remember, uh, so the director of this film uh, who uh, basically made some comments uh, a couple uh, years ago about the uh, the Southern Cross, mm-hmm. uh, the Southern Cross as a symbol and how it had kind of uh, been taken as a symbol by kind of uh, 
sort of nationalist racists. Mm. Uh, and we sort of talk about, you know, like how during the Cronulla riots, like how the, the Southern, uh, Southern Cross had kind of been co-opted by, you know, the violence there and kind of become like the sort of nationalistic patriotic symbol uh, that, um, you know, this patriotic symbol that uh, made people think of, of racism and violence and, and how you sort of had all these people that had these Southern Cross tattoos that they were now getting removed and stuff because, yeah. you know, of that racist association. Uh, and so, but he copped a lot of flack when he made that connection yeah. uh, a little while ago. So this is film as kind of his answer. Uh, sorry, the director's work uh, thought I only mentioned that. So this is his sort of answer to his all that controversy. Yeah. 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 So it's basically him talking about what the Southern Cross is and what that symbol is and kind of looking at that within the context of a, of Australia yeah. and, and kind of uh, a, a multicultural versus a racist Australia. And it's it was kind of fascinating because it looks at, like, because um, he's Indigenous, he kind of goes to a bunch of different Indigenous mobs and, and talks to them about uh, their sort of stories behind the Southern Cross. Mm. It's really, really fascinating mm. because he, he looks at that and then he looks at that, you know, against our kind of, you know, narrative of the Southern Cross and how it kind of, you know, was born from, you know, the Eureka stockades and 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 the, the way it was always sort of connected to Australian nationalism. And it basically just asks the question of, like, what... Like, what are the symbols that that, uh, that make us Australian yeah. and and what do they mean and what can they mean and, and what should they mean? Yeah. Uh, so, really, really fascinating. Definitely uh, recommend that, if only as a conversation starter. Yeah. Uh, because it is, it is in many times, provocative uh, and it's very, very funny. Mm. Um, he introduced the film at the opening night by talking about how this was a, a punk film made by a bunch of dickheads um, <laughs> and that's kind of the vibe of the whole movie. It's very cheeky. Yeah. Um, it's very kind of like punk and sort of like uh, like sort of slapdash, like it's, it's sort of thrown together in this kind of, yeah. you know, anarchic kind of way, but it's, um, it's really, really fascinating and I would definitely recommend that one. Um Good. So, City Film Festival, check it out. There's a whole bunch of movies coming out. Yep. Um, don't take my word for it. Look at the guy. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were, were going to finish the sentence there. No, yep. that's fine. Yeah, check over to uh, themeetings.com.au uh, for all things City Film Festival. Um, but that's our show mm. for this week. So, um, I'm going to go bury my head in the sand for the next week. Yeah. And if anybody asks me about Childish Gambino, <laughs> you heard it here exclusively for the first time ever. Danny Glover is not the father of Donald Glover. <laughs> Exclusive. Exclusively. Exclusively. The first time ever. <laughs> I'm just going to go watch some movies. Oh, good work. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much to Studios 301 again, and thank you to Corey Taylor. Um, what a guy. I like thanking people. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, man. Do you want to thank me? No, I'm good. All Thanks, right. Owen. Well, thank you, thank you, Owen. And, um, yeah, Charles Gambino, not the uh, son of Danny Glover. Thank you so much. See you we'll see you all week. next week. Bye-bye.